welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Today's show is sponsored by Ron Rubin Winery. Without their financial support, we would not be here recording today. They've come to our rescue and are sponsoring our podcast for the entire year. We encourage you to get to know them. Check out their website by visiting ronrubinwinery.com. Welcome to Wine Road. It's the end of the year, and we've come to the close of another fabulous Wine Road year. (laughs) You see, I'm oozing enthusiasm. Let's point out the fabulous. Okay, this is one thing that is for sure fabulous. Orsi Family Winery joined the Wine Road, and so we are going to celebrate our New Year's uh, episode here. New Year's Eve. So are you popping this on New Year's? I mean, I know you're popping it now. Yeah, (laughs) popping it now, and then it has almost become my little... uh, Family, um, I wish I could have it on tap. I haven't. We quite had figured them that out on yet. the podcast a couple of months ago, and uh, what a great show! So you went there. I went there. So this is the brute sparkling. I'll give a little for you, and we'll just cheers for our happy, happy new, new year. Happy New Year! Happy Happy New Year! Yeah, I did go there. Um, um, my daughter and son-in-law actually happened to be in town, and we went there. My daughter used to work with the person who's um, running the show there now at Orsi Family, and. Uh, Terry, I have to hand it to her. We Terry did Larry. have her on the show, and she is just the master of hospitality. It was such a great tasting experience. I, I wanted to go with you. I couldn't go that day. Oh I was gosh. jealous. It was amazing. So we started with the sparkling and then tasted through, as she says, the Italians. Um, it was just great. So a lot of um, varietals I'm totally unfamiliar with. It was really a great experience. And um, the gentleman that was um, helping us that day could not have been cooler. It was so fun. So yeah, I've been going through this um, sparkling on a really regular basis. <laughs> <clears throat> you're 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 racing to the end of it's the, the year. Holidays. <laughs> it's holidays. Yeah. I don't know how like I started in September. No, so. this is delicious. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. So um yeah, so we just want to say happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year, listeners. We are so appreciate you. We do it all for you, and I hope you're having a good end of the year and toasting something great with your friends and family. Yeah. So we're gonna. Today's show, we're just kind of going to recap what went down this year, all the good stuff. Yeah. Take it away, Beth. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I guess, well, we did wrap up, yeah, and you went uh, we to the Wine and Food Affair in November, and that was super exciting. We did some really small events earlier in 2021. Um, uh, we did Wine Love Weekend and the library tasting and eight days in May, and they all had, you know, a few hundred people that attended, and it was, you know, kind of putting our foot in the water for doing events again. So in November, it was a legit event. And Wine it, and Food Affair, it was awesome. And you know what? I think it worked so much better that you had a reservation, you knew where you were going, you got there, you had a seated tasting. I loved it. I, I thought it was better than any past one for me because you just had the whole day plotted out. We had a blast. It was interesting because it was a whole new system for us. And uh, if people are used to doing, you know, online dinner reservations, that type of thing, it's called Cellar Pass. That's how you booked your winery reservations for the day. And it's complicated. I mean, it's a new system for us to learn. And we had to upload, you know, 35 wineries that are participating and how many tables each one of them has. And I thought there's just really no way this is going to work out. But, you know, we're going to give it a shot. And we sold 500 tickets in about 45 minutes. And I thought, Okay, obviously something is really wrong. <laughs> Whatever we've done, we didn't click some button somewhere, but actually we legitimately sold 500 tickets in 45 minutes. People, I think, were really excited to finally get to an event, and everyone figured out the system. I mean, it wasn't 
in the end, we probably had a dozen people who really struggled with trying to make the reservations and figure out how it worked. And that was just so easy to help them all through it. So we're excited. So um, I loved it because you got there and you you didn't have to like jockey for position to get right. food or a tasting. You you you, you were know, they were expected and <laughs> yeah. they welcomed you and you were seated and you had the food and the wine pairing. I I, I think it's the the way to go. It was it awesome. I think it's the way to go. In fact, it is the way we are going to go because we are selling tickets um, now for Winter Wineland. Uh, ticket sales actually end in a couple of days, so that's going to be January fifteenth and sixteenth. If you're interested. Uh, ticket sales will really be wrapping up in a couple of days. And then we will begin making plans for barrel tasting, which will be March 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th uh, coming up here in 2022. I really have no details to share about that because we're hoping to get through Winter Wineland, work out any other problems we might have with the ticketing system, because it also will be reservation only. But for barrel tasting, we'll have to be set up a little bit differently because people do want to just kind of get in the cellar. They're not doing a seated tasting but we still need to manage how many people can be at each winery for each time. So, um, you know, they're still dealing with COVID protocols and how many people yeah. can be someplace. So, But I thought Wine and Food Affair, I thought that was the way to go. We set the stage. It was so, it was much more leisurely because you didn't feel competitive. Right. I loved it. Wineries really you know, like it I'm also. because I'm super competitive. <laughs> yeah, she, she's small but mighty. I'm elbowing <laughs> get out my of her way. way. Get, let me get to that polenta. <laughs> for sure. So, uh yeah, I, I was excited about it. And um, I think, uh, like every other business in the entire world, apparently, everyone is really shorthanded. And so having reservations only wineries, you know, understood, I'm going to have 10 people at this time. And you know, this is the staffing I need. So. It makes your experience that much mm-hmm. better. You yeah, know? It definitely work. So uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm definitely super excited to turn the page to 2022 and go onward and upward. I'm looking forward to Winter Wineland. I can't wait to see what we figure out for barrel tasting. That'll be fun. And uh, kind of just keep moving on. Keep moving on. That's what I keep telling myself. One of the big high points of our 2021 was Humble Little Wine Road podcast. We were inducted into the Taste Awards Hall of Fame. I know. I still can't get over that. um, And we won Best Regional Podcast Award. Yeah. So we've got three gold medals now. I I feel like we're almost half a Mark Spitz. (laughs) Or No, that's such an old school term. Who's the new guy? Michael Phelps. <laughs> We're going to edit that out. I feel yeah. like a Michael Phelps or a Simone we have a lot Miles. Of, yeah. Anyways, we feel very lauded and honored, and that was a very great thing. But, with, you know, thank you to our listeners, too. To, you know, we do it for you, and it's nice to get a little recognition. It is great, and it's nice. Um, I feel equally as excited, honestly, when one of you just emails me and says, I listened to the podcast, or I loved this show. What else could you tell me about this particular winery or whatever? It's, well, your you know, emails like are somebody worth gold. is listening, and um, and we are helping people. I mean, we want to make sure that when you do come, you have a great time. And, and you know, honestly, I just like doing the research ahead of time. It's <laughs> <What's> your job. <laughs> I like getting out there and knowing where the great tasting spots are. So that's fun. Um, this Orsi is fantastic. I know. Wow. I know. It is. I don't know if we're going to make it through the end of the podcast yeah. here. Oh, well. Um, so for uh, 2021, do you have a, a good word that you want to take us out of the year with? <laughs> I, while, you're, while you're looking you your word. be careful with what you ask oh, me. Oh, I have some words, but probably, kind I probably won't put them on the podcast. I can tell you what I looked up. Uh, you always do wine words, but I have, I looked up um, like new words that the dictionary will be considering. And I thought, oh my God, these cracked me up. Um, one, it's not really a word, but it's a phrase, I guess, that they're um, 
adding. It's called ah walk. And the definition is taking a walk outside and making an effort to look around at the things around you. <laughs> thought, like, how sad is that, that we have to define looking around? I think that like, comes from the concept called forest bathing. Yeah, yeah. Where you walk. I do that. I just go out on walks and just try to, like, be one with the leaves and the trees and the barking dog at my side. <laughs> so, yeah, it says here, the word awe means a feeling of respect. So when someone says they will take an awe walk, it means they'll notice and feel grateful for all the small things around them. I don't know. I think that we should have just been doing that all along. But anyway, I guess that's new. I guess that's new for now. <laughs> well, well, along with your walking metaphor, mm -hmm. I have a word of the day. Okay. It's legs. Oh. It can be legs, and some people call it tears. And what that means, it's when you have a glass of wine and you're swirling it around your glass, and there's these little drops that slowly, you know, dribble down the sides of the glass. That's called legs. And what that usually indicates is it's a little higher in alcohol or higher in sugar, which isn't a bad thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you will get what you call legs, and some people call them tears. And it's just, it's an indication. It's great when you're doing blind tasting if you swirl and then you can get a little hint about, you know, where this wine might fall in terms of, you know, alcohol and sugar content. And it's called legs. I think you should sing it out like, she's got legs. You sing it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably have to have more Orsi sparkling. <laughs> okay, so I have another word that has nothing to do with wine also, but the word is thirsty. Hmm. I, like a thirst trap? Thirsty. On uh, Instagram, it when says, you see a hot person. It, it says, having a need for attention or approval. We know what you're thinking. Doesn't thirsty mean needing to drink? Well, Merriam-Webster has added a new definition of the word last year. Thirsty means having a strong desire for attention. Get this, especially on social media. Yeah. Thirsty is informal, and it's mostly used by young people. Right. Haven't you ever heard the term thirst trap? No. Like, it's like when someone's like, you know, showing their abs or they're being really hot looking and it's like a thirst trap or, yeah. I have never heard we that. We are too old for this, okay? <laughs> There's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> when I think thirst trap, I think, you know, a mouse trap near my bottle of wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> Not the same thing, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but thirsty is in being needy or... Yeah. You know, social media has changed our language. Yeah. So it's just really expanded, like, you know, through acronyms and... Yeah, everything's and, an acronym. And, and, and hashtags and all that. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to more of that in the new year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. Me too. Uh, I always joke. Oh, well. And also this year, this year, 2021, mm -hmm. we rebooted our varietal of the month. That was a good so thing. So that's been yes. fun. So we did Viognier and Malbec. And sparkling. and sparkling. So you can look those up. Um, those are going out in email, but what if people wanted to know, go back They're on time. the website. Oh, They're they are on the, the website, too. Wineroad.com. That makes you can sense. Find it. Mm -hmm. You can always find it again. So uh, I was thinking what has happened kind of new in the last uh, year for us, or this year for us. We have uh, three new wineries that joined Um Eret Family Wines, which has a tasting room in Healdsburg. Baldessari, which has a cool little tasting lounge right on the um, plaza or the, the square in Windsor. And Mangler Wines is also on the square in Windsor. 
The town of Windsor has really become a, a great destination. We have several wineries there, and then there's the Artisan Alley, which is just right on the outskirts of Windsor. There's definitely a lot of things happening there in Windsor. In uh, restaurants, uh, we've talked before about the Matheson opened in Healdsburg, and then they have a cool rooftop bar there also. There's a new coffee shop that just opened in Geyserville, and unfortunately I was in a hurry to make a note of that, and I forgot to write down the name of it. But it's, you know, there's one street in Geyserville, and it's right down from um, Peshmel Winery, Peshmel Tasting Room in Geyserville. There's like two doors down is a coffee shop that just opened. And then up in Healdsburg, the Montage Resort has a couple of restaurants. Um, there's a cool little coffee bar there. You could sit outside at the Montage. You could sit out on their bar and just have a charcuterie board and a couple glasses of wine. And then we have a winery member, Coyote Sonoma, which uh, has a tasting room in Healdsburg. It's a huge uh, space. Uh, they took over the location from Sonoma Cider, and it's kind of tucked away behind an antique dealer place. It's hard to find, but once you park back there, it's a really large space. They have the wine tasting for Coyote Sonoma wines. They have a restaurant. And then um, you should check their website because they also do music nights and trivia nights and game nights. So even if you're in town visiting, it's kind of fun. You could jump in on the trivia night. Yeah. Or, so that's Coyote Sonoma. They have um, great, you know, what I think of as kind of bar food with wings and sandwiches and great stuff. And then over in Occidental... I think we'd mentioned this a few, I don't know, I've lost track of time, a few months ago. Um, the Altamont General Store in Occidental, which has great salads and, you know, you're in California, wine country, they have great avocado toast. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we, we, we go to the Occidental Farmer's Market, which runs through, I think it's uh, May through October, October end of October. Think, yeah. And um, and they had just opened that, that place. The space is beautiful. Great food. Um, and it was kind of still in mask protocol time, yeah. so we couldn't really stay inside. But I that, that's a great place. Yeah, I think Occidental cool. is so happening. Well, it's just a fun spot to go to. Oh, my to. gosh. There's that little restaurant, Hazel, there, and the, um, the breakfast place. Howard's. Howard's. So the name escaped me for a moment. <laughs> I don't have any new. Uh, lodgings that came on board, but the Geyserville Inn uh, did a massive remodel that they did during uh, all the COVID shutdowns and things. I'm, I mean, literally, I think it was about a $4 million remodel. The place is beautiful. The rooms are really beautiful, really luxury rooms. And I love it because it's just nestled in the vineyards. And even though you're in wine country, even, you know, beautiful bed and breakfasts and hotels are not surrounded by vineyards except for this Geyserville Inn. It's really Definitely worth checking out. And then right next door, they have the Geyserville Grill, which is a nice little restaurant. Personally, I really love it for lunch. Um, if the weather's nice, they have a beautiful patio. You can sit outside, and um, the food is fabulous. Uh, we go there quite a bit, actually. So the Geyserville Grill, Geyserville Inn. And then... In the Barlow, there's a new Blue Ridge. I think that's a new restaurant. And we have Acre Pizza. That I think that has been there. But um, it's pretty happening. Also, kind of catty corner from the Gravenstein Grill is a new place called Sonoma Burger. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That is so good. I've it, heard, it, I keep hearing about it. It is so good. It's dangerously close to where I live. Uh -huh. But it's delicious. And um, But re everything is made in-house, even the buns um, and very locally sourced meats. So good. Sonoma <laughs> Burger. Sonoma it's like, Burger. You just... It's a great place to stop if you're going on your way out to the beach yeah, if you're or, or whatever. So it's right in Sebastopol. Yeah. So then just um, 
Some other things to check out if you're coming here, they still um, are still open. The Sonoma Canopy Tours, if you want to do some zip lining and get the old heart pounding. Um, <laughs> I'm thrilled to say that as of uh, November 1st, I believe it was, um, Armstrong Woods reopened. They'd closed a couple of years, uh, years right. ago because of the fire. So um, I've had so many listeners that are coming and, you know, we're always talking about seeing the Redwoods. And I've had to break, you know, everyone's little heart and say, well, Armstrong Woods is still not open. <laughs> but now they are. So you can go there. Hug a redwood. Um, and then if you are just here and want to enjoy some great outdoors, you should check out the website for Sonoma County Parks. And they have a link that just says visit. And then you can hit find a park. And um, you can narrow it down by whatever it is you want to do. Hiking, you want to do biking. Um, where are you staying? You know, Santa Rosa, Windsor, Hillsburg. It'll tell you what parks are close to you. It's a really, really well done site with a great map that's easy to find things. And then um, there's also the Green Music Center at Sonoma State. And it's definitely worth, you know, maybe signing up to get their newsletter. I think they send something out maybe once a month of that when they add new shows uh, for the list. They do um, concerts throughout the year. Um, I like to go in spring and summer when they do outdoor seating. I like to bring a chair and sit out on the lawn. If you're here visiting and you don't have a chair, you can rent a chair, sit out on the lawn. It's super great. So that's some things to do along. Yeah, things are happening. It's popping. Everything is getting back into the swing. It, it really is. I um, I can just tell from the amount of uh, people who are ordering maps online. I mean, at this point, you know, during 2020, it slowed down. So we'd, you know, 20 or 30 or 40 people would order a map a month, and then it kind of beefed up to a couple hundred. And, you know, now we're easily getting close to a thousand requests a month from people individuals wanting a map that are planning a trip to come out here and um, you know hotels are all emailing and saying they need a case of maps visitor centers are coming by and picking up cases of maps so um, it's definitely we're trending up I hate to almost say it (laughs) because I wait for the shoe to fall okay but we're almost to 2022 we've made it and there's pent-up demand. People want to come. They want to visit. And now's the time to start planning your trip. Well, and I think, like, I felt that way after we did Wine and Food Affair and saw how uh, fast the tickets sold and how great the response was for the event. And, yeah, people are definitely excited. So it was a good year. We made it. And um, I'm looking forward to 2022. We made it. <laughs> That's how I felt through, uh, every day. Like, oh, my God, I made it again. Another week. <laughs> We've become nimble. Yeah. And nobody better tell me to pivot one more time or I'm going to pivot with like a (laughs) right hook. That's someone. (laughs) Yes, I pivoted. Boom. That seems like something that um, would be a great wine label, pivot. (laughs) Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, My karate kick pivoted. Um, So I think that's it. I think tomorrow night, uh, Marcy and I are going to get together and we are going to party like rock stars. You know, we'll still be safe. This is New Year's Eve right now. It's the 30th. Well, the 31st is New Year's Eve, December 30th. Okay. December I'm 31st. like, I've had too much bubbles already. <laughs> no more My... Orsi. <laughs> I'll have to finish I'm it having, off for her. <laughs> I'm having a moment of like, who am I? <laughs> Remember tomorrow we're getting together. <laughs> Being in the studio, you lose all track of time. You do lose all Space track of time. Space continuum goes out the door. I like these padded walls, though. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we, They've helped me for yeah, the last year. <laughs> yes, listeners, we literally are in a padded room. Richard says it's for the acoustics. I think, yeah. I, I think it's to keep us from I getting... I think it's just for my head. A little bit cray-cray <laughs> so cray slam here. it into the wall. doesn't hurt as bad. All right. So what's the, what are you looking forward to in the new year? What's your, what's your New Year's resolution? Do you make them? I break them. Oh, I, I don't bother <laughs> making them. I'm too old to make them. My New Year's uh, 
goal will be to take more time off work, honestly, and to just uh, do some things that I really want to do more and try to have a little bit of balance because for the last, uh, what has it been? I want to say 20 years, but I guess it's been 20 months. (laughs) I have put in more hours than I have put in in the last 10 years. So I'm ready to kick back a little bit, enjoy my grandbaby, see my kids more. I want to do some traveling. I feel now like I feel good getting on a plane and doing yeah. some traveling and I doing wanna, some things. My goal is to leave the house more. <laughs> leave the house. My goal is to plan a road trip with Marcy because yeah. she has trip. a little convertible. Yeah. yeah, I know. We can do that now. That would mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. I just feel uh, I, I, I just feel like possibilities are opening up. I think we're just learning how to, you know, it's the new world order. Right. And we figured it out. And we know how what we have to do. Mm-hmm. And we do things so we can do the other things. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> So onward and upward. So I think with I think that's it. I think Happy New Year to all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank yes, you for thank hanging you. in there with us. We can't wait to see you. Always feel free to email Beth at WineRoad.com if you have questions, you need uh, suggestions for wineries or restaurants or where to stay or do what I can to help make it happen. Yep. Okay. Cheers. Right. Happy New Year, and we'll see you on the Wine Road in 2022. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.